The Gratitude Podcast, episode 40. I'm making more money than I ever have in my entire life, but that's being more grateful than I ever have in my entire life. I noticed that once I started really closing my eyes, being appreciative of every single thing that I have, um, and then thanking every single person for their order, and they'll never hear it. They'll never know that I did it. Um, but once I started doing that, my business started taking off um, and it's doing better than ever has. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, gratitude seekers, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, I have a special guest for you. His name is Rob Dial. He is an amazing overachiever. Like, I think he, he managed to do what, what I dreamt I would be able to do when, when I was uh, younger. Um, he started in sales at uh, 19 years old. He built his first million-dollar business at uh, 21 and second at 24, he trained over 2,000 sales representatives by the age of 23. Uh, he also He's also a fellow podcaster. He uh, started MWF Motivation Podcast, and it's over 1.7 million downloads. Oh, my God. In the first 18 months, and uh, he has, has been able to turn his um, podcast into a multiple six-figure business. So uh, I'm sure that we will have a lot of things to learn from Rob and uh, I sure look, in, look uh, um, with admiration when, uh, when I look at him. Rob? I'm excited to be here. That's awesome. That's awesome. I know you also, um, um, you're a big fan of uh, gratitude as well. Uh, I've listened to a couple of your episodes and... Uh, I really think it's uh, it's amazing how you how you see things. I know that you have a, a great story about uh, when you were in Nicaragua. If I if I'm uh, remember it remembering it right, um, that the most impressive thing or the thing that you you both you and and your friends uh, remained with after um, being there was was gratitude. Can you, can you say a few words about that story? So um, I don't know if anybody's ever been to a third world country, but when you go to a third world country, it kind of puts your life into perspective. And um, one thing that I talk about a lot is that most people just don't really appreciate what they actually have. And uh, on, a, on a daily basis, I think that if somebody is listening to my voice on the internet, their life is a hundred times better than most people that are out there. Um, you know, there's people that are in Somalia that don't even have access to water or food right now. Uh, there's people who are in Syria that are just trying to see if they can get through the rest of today. And so some people I get, I, I catch myself in this situation where I'm, I'm just, you know, I, I, I have a scarcity mindset. I'm not being grateful for what I have and I have to pull myself out of my head and go, you know what, you have a lot more than most people do. And so when we were in Nicaragua, 
most I didn't even realize this, but you know, I Googled it after I came home. Um, Nicaragua is the poorest country in uh, the Western Hemisphere. And people think Haiti is. It's actually poorer than Haiti. The average person in Nicaragua lives off of $2 a day. Wow. So um, when we went over there, it was, um, it was eye-opening to me to see how little these people have. But, and you hear it all the time, wherever you go to a country that's a third world country, they have so little compared to us, but they're so grateful for what they have. They're so much happier, everything. And so um, when we went to Nicaragua, we saw, I mean, like the poorest of the poor, something that I, I never even thought I would see in my life, but these people were still happy and grateful for what they did have. And so um, coming back from that, it was, uh, you know, to, to, to be able to, we had, when we were over there, we were over there for a week and we had people, two ladies that lived with us um, where they would, you know, come in, clean, cook for us, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, um, and it was amazing. And then we tipped them what to them was the most massive amount of money they've ever been tipped to us. It was just like, you know, it was, wasn't a huge amount of money. And so it was cool to be able to give something to somebody and to see how grateful they were. And then make me realize, man, I need to be more grateful for what I have because if we're doing a comparison, I, I think that I have way more and, you know, so, and I might be less grateful than them. And so, uh, so every day I try to try to start my day off with gratitude because I think that, you know, however you start in the morning is going to dictate how the rest of the week is going to be or the rest of the day, at least. Totally. Totally. It's really, really important. I, I see myself when, when I don't do, uh, my, my gratitude in the morning, uh, I tend to, to get more on, on the negative and see focus on the things that I need to do and every, everything mm -hmm. and uh, just forget about the beautiful things that are around me and the beautiful things that I'm enjoying every day. And yeah, this happens to all of us. Um, so Rob, um, what does gratitude mean for you? What, uh, what do you feel it, gratitude is? Um, I feel like more than anything else, gratitude is just taking yourself out of your head and uh, looking around you at everything that you do have it. And, and it doesn't have to be grateful for, you know, the fact that I own a house or the fact that I have a car or any of those things. You can be grateful for the fact that I'm wearing a t-shirt or like, you know, some people don't have clothing, like, like a clean t-shirt that I just put on. Um, grateful that I have running water, grateful that, you know, the sun is out right now. So it's, it's grateful for most people think that in order to be, to have gratitude, you have to have a lot to be grateful for. And you know, it could be grateful for the fact that the wind feels amazing on your face. And so, um, I think being grateful more than anything else is just taking yourself out of your day today and just being present and realizing all that you actually do have. Um, because what I tend to realize is if somebody is not happy, they're not happy because they're focusing on all that they don't have. And so if you can focus on all that you do have, it really starts to shift your mindset on, on, um, you know, what you can really do and uh, honestly, I just, I just feel like gratitude is, is one of the key ways to start your day. There's, you can either, what you focus on is what your brain is going to find. So if you focus on all the negative, you're going to find negative everywhere. It's the reason why I don't watch the news. It's the reason why I don't go into any news stations on, on uh, the internet. But you know, if you focus on the negative, you're going to find a lot of negative. If you focus on the positive from the very beginning of when you wake up, you're going to find all of the reasons to be positive in your life. And so that's, that's really what gratitude is for me. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I recently found an article that uh, was was saying that actually gratitude can help rewire your brain. Hmm. And I think this is awesome because um, I know uh, from from different books and also uh, from um, 
my past guests that um, we are actually wired in a way that we look for uh, the dangers. We look for the things that might not go uh, the right way and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And um, it's great that you can actually rewire. So for, uh, for a while I was thinking, oh my God, um, is this really helpful? Is this gratitude really helpful? Because we are wired in a way. We cannot mm-hmm. unwire what was uh, wired in a certain way. But actually uh, scientific evidence um, says that we can actually do that. We can actually re- rewire uh, our brain. And um, the experiment was done with a really simple exercise and uh, the results were like for a long, long um, amount of time, the people mm-hmm. were, were uh, much more prone to be grateful and to be more happy. Yeah, I think that once you start the habit, it becomes much easier to be happier throughout the day. So there's a lot of people that, you know, I, I used to be a negative thinker 12 years ago, 13 years ago, whenever it was. And um, I think that once you get into the habit, you know, when I, I have a habit of when I wake up, I drink coffee. So, you know, that's, it makes me feel better throughout the day. So I also have a habit of when I wake up, I think about gratitude and focus on what I'm grateful for. And, you know, I also have, oh, I didn't even see it, but like I use this all the time as well, which is the the five minute journal, which literally makes you start off your day. And the first question you ask yourself is what am I grateful for? Wow, and, um, wonderful. and so I, I love the five minute journal. I actually recommend that to anybody who's trying to, you know, change their mind to focus on being more grateful. Yeah, that's great. That's a great tip. Um, so Rob, do you have a, a certain quote that you love about gratitude that really um, inspires you? Yeah. So I think that, uh, I actually posted this on Facebook yesterday and, um, it's, it doesn't necessarily exactly pertain to gratitude, but it's, it does. If you think about it, if you really put gratitude in there. So it says one small positive thought in the morning can change your whole day. And, uh, and that's kind of how I take gratitude where it's, I don't have to think about like every single deep thing that's ever happened to me that I could be grateful for, but it's just one small thought in the morning can just completely change the rest of, uh, the rest of the way your entire day goes. Yeah, totally, totally. And uh, like you said, if if you start focusing on, on the positive, you, you start seeing the positive and it's like uh, a snowball. Sure. And Absolutely. it keeps getting bigger and better and uh, deeper. And that's, that's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really curious, what do you do when it's hard to be grateful when Things are not going the way they, they, the way you want would want them to go, and everything like that. Yeah. Um, I don't. I honestly don't think it's hard to be grateful. To be honest, if I'm if I'm answering the question completely honestly, um, because the fact that for me to I I'm very much a person that puts my life in a perspective often. And what I mean by that is like when I see anything that pops up, and like I said, I I stay away from all of the news, everything. But if I see anything that pops up regarding ISIS or regarding Syria or regarding Somalia or regarding any of those things, I click on it because it reminds me how much I actually do have. And so um, I think that if you're going to sit around and not be grateful for what you have, um, if I were to sit around and not be grateful looking around at all the things that I have and you know what I've overcome to get to where I am, um, I, I think somebody would should punch me in the face if I'm not grateful for all that I have. And it doesn't get, it doesn't get hard for me. Do I have hard things that pop up? Yeah. But I, I give myself what I call the five minute rule where, you know, something terrible can happen and I can give myself five minutes to be pissed and to, you know, scream and cuss and do whatever I need to do. But then after five minutes, I got to get on with it because there's a lot of other people that have a lot less than I am. And to be born 
um, into a place where I don't have to worry about if I'm going to be able to eat tomorrow or today or worried about if I am going to be able to, you know, find my parents in the rubble or any of those things. Um, I don't, I don't deserve to not be grateful. I don't deserve to have a bad day. And I think that that's the problem is that most people don't really think about all they actually do have. Um, and so for me, I don't, I don't, I don't have the opportunity to not be grateful. It doesn't, it doesn't exist for me. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And, um, I was thinking about this. Um, there is, uh, um, a part in the Bible that, that says, says something like, um, for those who have, they will have more and, uh, those who, who don't have will have less or something like this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think it's not, uh, not exactly like how much you actually have, but rather how much you appreciate what you do have. Yeah. And, uh, that, uh, if you appreciate what you do have already, it tends to, uh, to attract more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you have, if you have your health, if you can feed yourself, if you can give yourself water, and if you have relationships with people, what else do you need? Things like you just need to buy stuff. Not necessarily. I mean, that's, that's the thing is that most people look around and think of all of the stuff they don't have. And they see people with nicer cars and they're like, Oh, I don't have that nice car. At least you have a car, like get over it. And that's just kind of the way that I think, I guess I'm a little bit more hardcore in my gratitude than most people would be, but mine's very much like, you know, I've, to take, to be, to be completely honest with you, I have seen videos on the internet of some of the crazy stuff that ISIS does. And there's no reason why I can't wake up and be grateful for just being alive because some people didn't wake up today and some people have to go through those things. And you know, that that's, I, I had the, the unfortunate, but you know, I would say that the worst thing and the best thing that ever happened to me um, at the same time was my father's death when I was 15. And the reason why was because I realized, you know, obviously worst reason, worst thing that ever happened to me makes sense. Best thing that ever happened to me, it made me realize, holy crap, my life is going to end. You know, he didn't wake up today. He hasn't wake up the past 15 years, but I have waked up the past 15 years and I woke up today. So why can I not be grateful? I had hmm. breakfast this morning. I have a cup of water right here. I have clothing. I have shelter. Like what, what else do I need? Um, I have great relationships. And so it's like, I don't need, you don't need things. Usually when people are not grateful, they're thinking about all of the things that they don't have. So I think if you can feed yourself, if you can give yourself water, if you have relationships, if you have shelter, all of those things, I think you have, you have something to be grateful for. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think it's wonderful, uh, coming from you, like, um, I can imagine that you being a high achiever, uh, managing to, uh, to create businesses, successful businesses and to, to enjoying larger amounts of money. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you could have easily said that you, of course you need to, in order to be grateful, you need that, I don't know, that supercar or right. that, that plane or something like this. And, um, I think it's wonderful coming from you and, uh, I'm guessing that you have enjoyed a lot of things in your life and a lot of more expensive things. And um, actually, this is what it comes comes to. And uh, we can all be grateful even if we don't have the most expensive things in the world. And uh, mm-hmm. they are not the ones that make us happy, actually. Because we, I'm sure you, you, have, uh, you have friends or you know people that are way richer even than, than you and that may not be very, very happy and grateful. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and the thing about it is like, <clears throat> I think that sometimes you have to go, a lot of people want big and nice and expensive things. And I've, I've bought expensive things. And then I realized like when I was 21, I bought a brand new Audi and I was like, this is awesome. This is amazing. Then two years later, I was like, this car sucks. I hate this car. It's just a money pit. And I keep throwing more and more money into it. And, and then what happened was I realized like buying things just doesn't make me I don't, I don't appreciate buying things like a, a, a brand new car or any of those things, a, a bigger house. Um, what I appreciate is being able to have experiences. So like for me, I still drive, I, I got rid of my Audi and I still drive the exact same car um, that I bought eight years ago, which is a 2007. And so it's like, I'm going to sell it because I'm about to, to move over to Italy for six months with my girlfriend. And so for me, it was like, you know, I bought things things don't make me happy. Um, what I found that makes me happy is experiences and traveling and all of those things. So instead of buying a new car and wasting my money into that car, why don't I take the money that I would from that car, keep the one that I have that already gets me from point A to point B and, uh, just decide to move to another country for a little while. And so, um, yeah, for me, it's just been, you know, things, what I really say to people is if somebody's trying to buy something new, they're usually not trying to buy that thing. So if I'm trying, I'll give you an example. If I'm trying to buy a brand new car, I'm not trying to buy the brand new car. What I'm trying to buy is the feeling that I think that car is going to give me. That's really what I'm trying to do. And that's why when you buy something, you're excited about it for a little while. And then a little bit later, you're like, this doesn't bring me any joy. I still feel exactly the same. And so we're in charge of the feelings that we have and we create the feelings that we have. And so if I want to buy a new car because I'm in search of that feeling, well, why don't I just figure out what that feeling is and figure out how I can create it myself? And then I don't need to buy the new car and I have an extra X amount of dollars in my bank account because of the fact that I didn't go and buy things. So um, for me, what, what I'm grateful for is not for toys and new stuff. I actually am trying to get rid of stuff because I want less. And, um, it, and, and so I think that for me, it's more about like, how can I, how can I have less stuff but be more grateful with less stuff? Yeah, totally, totally. And I, I love that you, um, that you mentioned this part about, um, experiences and, uh, relationships. And usually people mention these much more often than they mention, I don't know, having a more expensive car or, and also the, the fact that you, you, you mentioned the fact that we, uh, we are looking for feelings actually. And, mm -hmm. uh, those are the ones that uh, that we are after. Even if uh, we think we want something that's an object of some kind, right. we actually want to feel the way it feels. And this is this is the wonderful thing about gratitude. It's free, mm -hmm. so you, you can Absolutely. be grateful whenever you want. You don't you don't need anything uh, anything to make you uh, grateful. And uh, it's you you can uh, have it anytime you want, and you can enjoy the feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you said that uh, you weren't as grateful as you are right now, like mm -hmm. 10 or 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, what would you tell your younger self about gratitude if you could go back in time? Um, probably exactly what we just talked about. I used to think that, you know, I, I think that for me, I think that most people have some sort of void they're trying to fill, um, whether that's um, filling a void that their parents left or whether that's a void of 
feeling better about themselves or whether it's a void of um, feeling like they're useful or that people love them or whatever it is. And a lot of people try to do things in order to, um, or buy things in order to feel better about themselves. And, and I definitely did that. And when I was younger, I, I worked really hard to get more money to, to buy more stuff, but also because of the fact that really what I was searching for wasn't money. It was just um, the sense of achievement made me feel like I was finally worth something. And so what I would think if, if I were to go back and talk to myself, I'd probably tell myself to slow down because I was working, you know, when I was 22, I was working about 110 hours a week. I dropped out of college to wow. really pursue um, what I wanted to do. And I burnt myself out from doing it. And I think that I would have had a longer run in that business and would have enjoyed it more and focused on my people more that were, you know, my sales rep that worked for me. Um, I would tell myself to slow down and like appreciate what I do have because it was always like, I got to get to the next level. I'm a very competitive person. So I was like, I have to beat this person. I have to be number one in the nation. And when I got to number one in the nation, I'm like, this isn't that great. Like it doesn't, I don't not, I feel I'm the same person. I feel the same today as I did yesterday. So, um, I would tell myself to slow down and, and appreciate more of like what I do have. And, um, I think that if I would have told myself to, to concentrate on my, uh, my sales reps and my assistant managers and everybody that worked for me, that I would have been even more successful with less work. And I would have also been happier as well. Totally. Totally. I have done that myself. And, uh, I think I would say something, uh, around the same lines as, as you did, as you do. Um, because I, I was myself, I was, uh, also very ambitious and, uh, and I didn't actually enjoy that, that part of, uh, my, my life because I just had to, to be better and to, uh, overcome the challenges and, uh, get to the next level and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. And right now I, I realized that, and if, even if when I when I got to some levels, I, I like, like you said, it was like okay, I'm here. Every, all of my problems should have went away, right? right, I, right. I have this amount of money. I have, um, I have this kind of success, bigger or smaller. But I should, I shouldn't have any problem right now, right? I should be happy and grateful all, all the time. Yeah. Well. It, it's up. It's up to us actually to to do this and to feel happy and to be grateful, and it's not a matter of worldly success one way or another, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but getting back to success uh, and to enjoying the the kind of success that um, that also uh, encompasses happiness, actually. Um, do you feel that? Gratitude has helped you to to grow your business and to to be more successful, to have better relationships. Yeah. So um, I do something interesting, where I think whatever you whatever you appreciate tends to whatever you appreciate and magnify your focus and thoughts on tends to grow. And so for me, um, I'll give you I'll give you a perfect example. When I went, when we were talking about me when I was younger. We would, I would always look at the sales report and I'd be like, man, we did good this week, but we could have done better. We could have done better. I could have sold more. These people could have sold more. We could have, I could have worked harder. I could have pushed myself more. And it was always, it's not enough. I always need more. And um, the, the way it changed for me, something that I've done that, that I think is you know, different from most people is um, my businesses that I have, I get 
emails every single time I get a payment. And sometimes I get one payment in a day. Sometimes I get 15 payments in a day. Uh, but I get a separate email every single time that I get it. And so when I look at my phone and I pull up my emails, I will go to every single one of the emails, one at a time, if I'm not driving my car, and I will look at the person's name who purchased it. I will close my eyes. I will say thank you. And then I'll go about my day. And I think that once, you know, I got to a point where, and this is not bragging in any sort of way, but I'm making more money than I ever have in my entire life. Um, but that's being more grateful than I ever have in my entire life. I noticed that once I started really closing my eyes, being appreciative of every single thing that I have, um, and then thanking every single person for their order, and they'll never hear it. They'll never know that I did it. Um, but once I started doing that, my business started taking off. Um, and it's doing better than ever has. And so I literally did it this morning. I, I woke up and I had seven different transactions and went through and I was like, all right, I was drinking my cup of coffee and wasn't driving my car. Obviously, I don't want to close my eyes and, and thank somebody when I'm driving my car. Um, but as, I do it as soon as I possibly can. So if I notice it and I'm sitting on my couch, I'll do it immediately. If I'm driving my car and I'm at a stoplight, I won't do it there. But then when I get to the destination, I'll do it immediately when I get there. I won't put off my gratitude. And I'll thank that person every single time that their transactions go through and they'll never know it. But I feel like I'm at least sending, you know, positive vibes over to them or at least making myself feel more grateful for all that I do have. So if I have, you know, 15 transactions that go through in a day, that's 15 different times I'm saying thank you out loud. Um, and, uh, and really concentrating on that. I think that when you say thank you, you're I mean, saying thank you is being grateful. And so I do that every single, uh, every single day in every single transaction, no matter how many transactions come through. Oh, that's great. That's great. Like this is uh, gratitude seekers. This is this gold, actually. If you're um, an entrepreneur, if, you're, if you have your own business, um, or I think also when, when you receive your paycheck, because um, that's a good moment. Uh, what, I, what I realized, um, like... Uh, a year or something like this ago, um, my girlfriend just received her paycheck. And um, what I realized she was doing, she was uh, immediately thinking about the things that ne she needs to pay. Mm -hmm. So I just, she just received her paycheck and she was calculating, okay, I have to pay this, I have to pay this, I have to pay this. Mm -hmm. And um, the feeling that... Uh, that got to be at the end of this situation was okay, but then this no, nothing left for me. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that this is like uh, in our brain, the connection between receiving money and uh, yeah, <laughs> receiving money and uh, enjoying it. Mm -hmm. there, there's no connection between that because you receive the money and you immediately think it's not enough for me. And mm -hmm. yeah, that blocks a lot of things. And uh yeah, you were. So the the one the one thing that I always tell people about this because I've been in this situation like in two thousand end of two thousand ten it was a fall of two thousand ten. I had two months where I literally the only thing that I lived off of and ate was um, and this is why I think I am so grateful for what I do have is I lived off of pasta from Walmart for two months, and wow. I had breakfast, lunch, dinner. I had pasta and pasta sauce. That was it for two about two almost two and a half months. Because um, it was 88 cents for a box of pasta at Walmart, and it was a dollar 88 for the pasta sauce, and um, and I lived off of that. And um, I've been in a situation where I haven't had enough money to pay the bills, and I've been five months behind on my car payment and almost had it taken away. Um, so I've been in that situation before, 
And, um, and so I understand there's people out there that get paychecks and realize, oh, holy crap, this isn't enough to pay for everything that I do have. Um, but I, what I always tell people, I tell people my group coaching and my one-on-one coaching that I do is that, you know, if you, if you think about it this way, if you know somebody that you don't really enjoy and every single time you think of them, you get anxious and you, they, they, you're kind of scared of them or you hate them or there's something, some feeling in your gut where you're just like, I don't, I can't do it. I don't enjoy it. I don't want to be around them. What are you going to do? You're kind of, you're going to avoid them at all costs. Most people, when they think about money, they get the exact same feelings. They, they feel very anxious. They feel like they don't have enough. They don't want to be around that person. Uh, they, don't, they feel like they don't want to think about money. They hate money or it makes them feel a certain way they don't enjoy. Well, then what are they going to do? They're going to try to stay away from money as much as they possibly can. And so what I always tell people, and that's, you know, if somebody's at this situation, ask yourself, how many times a day do you check your bank account? Right? How many times a month do you check your bank account? Do you just check it when your paycheck comes through? Because I always tell my, my coaching clients, I check my bank accounts, all of them, every one of them, my investment accounts every single day. And I have a calculator and I add up every single dollar that I have in every single aspect. And what happens is I look at it and I go, holy crap, this is great. But then also me being me, I want to make it even larger. And so I continue to grow it. Most people, and I've been in a situation where I was completely afraid to check my bank account. Well, if you have the feeling of being afraid or getting anxious to check your bank account, guess what? You're never going to have money. You're never going to attract money, any of those things. And so for me, it's like, I tell them every single day, I had a coaching client say she's in her 20s. Just by checking her bank account every single day this month, she saved an extra $2,500. She's never been able to save that much. The only reason why is because she's looking at it every single day. And what you you pay attention to and what you appreciate. And there's also, you know, that what they say, what you track will improve. What you track and write down will improve exponentially. So if you check your bank account every single day, you'll start to normalize the feeling of, okay, I'm looking at my money. Okay, I'm looking at my money. And you won't be as anxious anymore. And once you're not anxious, you won't avoid it as much as you do. Um, and so I think that it's, it's very important to, to realize the feelings that you have around money and how to change those feelings that you have around money as well. Totally, totally. I've I've even caught myself doing uh, something that's not very positive around money. Like um, instead of uh, focusing on uh, how much I do have, um, so all kinds of bills pile up, and I think, oh, I have to pay this, I have to pay that, and they take so much of my focus sometimes that I that I forget that I actually have enough money to pay them all, and Right. And even even a bit more. So it's really, really interesting. Even if, even though I have uh, the money and I'm able to pay for everything, um, it's mm-hmm. still it's still like stresses me out sometimes that, oh, my God, I have to pay for this also and this also. And it's uh, really not the best mm-hmm. way to go about it. So um, and your your advice is amazing yeah. because um, every time I. I take the time to actually look at uh, my bank account and look at the fact that I do have money. Um, mm-hmm. It puts me at ease and it, it's really great to, to feel grateful for the fact that I do have uh, to have the money there. And yeah. uh, it's a great habit to have and to, because like you said, what, what you focus on grows and uh, <laughs> this is great stuff actually. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
appreciate that. So um, you do this uh, gratitude practice where where you feel grateful for every single payment that comes in. Um, do you have other kinds of uh, practices that you do constantly? Um, I think more for me, it's 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 been a practice over the past 10 years of realizing that whatever I focus on, I'm going to get more of. And so um, if I focus on all that I do have, I feel like I will get more. If I focus on how happy I am, I will get more. Um, more happiness. If I focus on everything that, that surrounds me that I'm grateful for, then I will get more of whatever I'm surrounding myself that's grateful for, that I'm grateful for. Um, another thing that I do is, uh, and this is something I heard years ago, is um, I, and I used to always just walk, you know, buy money. And there was somebody who said something to me and they, they, they were like, well, you know what I do is if, if you believe in God or the universe or whatever you believe in, if you are trying to make more money and you're walking down the street and you want more, and that's just the feeling that you want and you're walking down the street and you see a penny on the ground and you leave that penny, well, that's money that the universe or God or whoever it is, is trying to give to you. And, um, to, if you can't be trusted with being given a penny, then you probably can't be trusted with giving, being given a hundred dollars. And so even though I know that I don't necessarily need the penny or the dime or whatever it is that I pass, the, the money that might be on the street, um, I don't give the feeling out of I'm better than it. And the reason, what I mean by that is because of the fact that if I'm going to stop what I'm doing and pick up a penny or a quarter or however much it might be worth, then I'm showing my appreciation for it. And I think that I will get more of it in my life. And so what I do is exactly when one of the, the transactions comes through, when I close my eyes, say thank you, and then keep going about my day. You know, if I see a penny, I'll stop, I'll turn around, I'll go pick it up. I'll say thank you because that's somebody or something giving it to me. And, um, and I found that when I, when I live my life in that way and focus on being grateful as much as I can, then um, I just get more of it and I'm, and I'm happier throughout the day as well. This, this is great. This is great. Uh, I'm really happy that you explained how this works because um, I've been to a workshop when, where they say we should do this. My girlfriend does this every time. She's like, she finds a penny or something. She's like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I usually don't pay attention, to be honest. Um, and I didn't understand why why I should actually uh, until now. So I'm I'm really happy you uh, you explained this and how it works, yeah. and and it's it's really good. And I hope you uh, our listeners will will get to do this as well because yeah, if we enjoy the little things and. Uh, we are grateful for just a small amount of money more will mm -hmm. come most probably. And, um, it's, it's something like that works. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, we talked about the fact that, um, when it comes to gratitude, the relationships are really important. Mm -hmm. Um, do you have some people in your life that you're really grateful, uh, for, and you would like to mention? I'm grateful for a lot of people in my life. Um, first person's my mom, obviously, because she's the one who took me from, um, I would probably be crazy or in jail or something would be wrong with me. Um, if it wasn't for my mom, because, you know, I went through a lot of 
stuff that wasn't the greatest with having an alcoholic father when I was a kid. And she was able to at least keep me sane and normal. Um, and my mom always says, oh, you should be way more screwed up than you are. And, uh, and so the reason why is not as much as my younger self would have said, oh yeah, it's because I did a really good job. Now that I'm older, I realize that it's her, um, that did a really good job. I'm grateful for, um, you know, my grandparents who just built an amazing family of people who are really close, which helped me stay sane, I think as well. Um, my sister, my nephews, my girlfriend, um, some of my best friends. I mean, I'm grateful for everybody. And that's, that's part of the thing that's cool about the five minute journal is that it says, what, what am I grateful for today? And there's three things you write it down. I've written down all of them individually and been able to, um, think about them every single morning. And so, um, you know, there's to, to get to being super successful and not have people around you, um, would be a tragedy because it's really like, what are you working for? And for me, what I'm working for is just to, to have more freedom to do what I want with the people that I want and to make a lot more money to go out and travel by myself or to hang out by myself is not really what I want to do. And so for me, it's, I have a, a lot of people in my life that I'm, I'm super grateful for. That's for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I love what you said about your mother. And um, I think that's, that's really beautiful. And it's actually true gratitude uh, into, into practice, actually, because um, gratitude is um, appreciating what others did for you and uh, that you weren't, weren't able to do for yourself. And uh, seeing that, acknowledging that is amazing. And uh, it, my, some people might think that it puts them in a position of uh, inferiority somehow, but it actually, um, it's a, an even more beautiful position, like a, um, a position of power where, where you can uh, acknowledge other people and feel grateful for them and um, just share this, this journey with, with other people and acknowledge them. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's awesome. Um, we're getting close to the end of, uh, of our time together. Um, do you have a final message for the gratitude seekers, like something that you um, would like to, to tell us and to, to leave one idea to um, remember? Um, yeah, I think, that, I think the main thing is just to, to set it up, make a practice out of it. You know, cause there's, if you don't make something a practice, you're going to forget about it. And then a couple of weeks down the road go, Oh crap, I was supposed to be doing that. So, um, I've, I've worked for other companies. I've worked for myself. I've done all of this. And, um, if somebody's out there and they work for themselves or even if they work for somebody else and say they have to be at the office and they have to leave their house at let's say eight thirty, right? A lot of people wake up at eight or a lot of people wake up at eight fifteen. they get ready real quick and they leave and they start their day on somebody else's terms. And uh, what I think is important is to wake up, even if it's 15 minutes earlier than you normally would, and sit down with a pen and paper and just write down what you're grateful for. And it doesn't have to be anything big, um, but just it could be one thing each morning. Just write down, I am grateful for blank, and then just do it every single morning. And um, you know, if you want to kind of get an idea of, of uh, the five-minute journal and what they have, to, so you can take it even more in-depth if you want, and you can buy this. I think it's the five minute journal.com, um, which I have no affiliation with at all, but I'm just saying it because it's great. Um, they say, you know, 
what am I grateful for? One, two, and three. And you write down three things you're grateful for. What would make today great? One, two, and three. And then daily affirmations, I am blank. And so you write down three things you're grateful for, three things that would make today great, and then one affirmation. And, um, and I would just say the biggest tip I would give people is just make it a daily practice. Like I said earlier with the quote, one small positive thought in the morning can change your whole day. And so instead of waking up on somebody else's terms and going to a job, you know, if you hate your job and you're waking up to go to your job, you're automatically starting off in a negative note. So why don't you wake up a little bit earlier, start your day on your terms and, and figure out one positive thought and see if that starts to change the course of your day. But do it every, I'd say do it every single day for 30 days and see if you start to feel happier. That's awesome. That's awesome. So um, take Rob on, on his challenge and uh, do that. It, it's really awesome. And uh, it's really important to start the day on your terms. Like, like Rob says, it's really, really another feeling I've done uh, either. I've done uh, this part where I just went on with action and the things that I needed to do. And uh, the other one when, where I could uh, focus on gratitude and do things on, on my terms as well. And it's a completely different day. And this is actually our life that we're talking right. about. And it's, it's important to, to give yourself enough time because you deserve it uh, mm -hmm. to, to be happy and to live a happy life rather than Absolutely. just exist and uh, do the things that need to be done. Yep. So I, I agree with you. And it's, it's important. Just make it a practice every single day. Just make sure you start off your day that way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it has been great having you here, Rob. Amazing tips. Uh, where can people find you? Where can people see your work? Um, so if people want to listen to my podcast, however they're listening to this podcast, um, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all of those, it's on there. It's called MWF Motivation. Um, stands for Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then it's a motivational podcast. And uh, just about 10 to 15 minutes. So it's short to the point. I, I call it a, a quick no BS motivational podcast. And uh, they can, you know, if they, they want to follow us on Facebook, there's, uh, you know, they, it'd be facebook.com slash MWF motivation, which we have about, uh, you know, s almost 79,000 people that follow us on there. So I try to Whoa. fill people's news feeds with positivity with pictures that are positive with videos that are positive and all those things. So, um, they can either listen to my podcast and that's, I have about 250 free episodes that are up there. Um, they could go on Facebook and get extra positivity to the newsfeed. And, um, yeah, those are the, the, the two main ways to find me. That's for sure. Yeah. Make sure you listen to Rob's podcast. It's really great. Uh, I listened to, to some of, of his episodes and I really love it. I love the fact that it's short and to the point and <clears throat> it's, it's really motivational. Like you, um, <clears throat> you really feel better after, after listening. And uh, I love Rob's style. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's awesome. All right. So um, this, this will, will uh, be our wrap up. Um, I loved having you here and thank you very much for your time and for um, your knowledge. Of course, man. I had some fun. Thank you for having me. Sure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes. Search for the Gratitude Podcast. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now.